Today's Torah is dedicated by Avram Tzemach Rosenfeld in honor of the upcoming marriage tomorrow afternoon of his daughter Chaya Sarah Rochel to Yeshaya Moshe Halevi Paul. May the wedding be B'Shatev Matzlach at an auspicious time a Binyan Adiyad an everlasting edifice. The holy Magid of Mezrich, Rebdov Ber, the foremost student of the Baal Shem Tov and the one that continued the Hasidic movement, the Magid of Mezrich, would always daven be Yechidus. That was his custom. He almost always davened by himself, privately. However, every day at the end of Shachris, when he got to Ein Kelekenu, for those that don't daven Nusach Sfard, we say Ein Kelekenu, Mi Kelekenu, the whole thing, we say it every day. When he would get up to Ein Kelekenu, that he would want there should be a minion. And the students, the Chavraya Kadisha, the students of the Magid knew that when the Rebbe would get up to Enkele Kenu, he would come out from his private room and he would want there to be a minion when they said Enkele Kenu. Why? I have no idea whatsoever. But when you're speaking about a tzaddik, an illustrious, holy person like the Magid is rich, you don't ask questions. But Azay is given that by the Magid, he would only say Enkele Kenu with a minion. One time it happened that a few of the students were away from Mizrich and they were short. They only had nine. They didn't have the regular students. And so the Rebbe of Melech Lezhensk, the Naimali Melech, said to the Rebbe, to the Magad of Mizrich, that I have with me a young man by the name of Rabbi Yaakov Yitzchak, who years later would be known as the Chayza from Lublin. If you've never heard of the holy seer of Lublin, the great seer, the Chayza from Lublin, that's who he grew up on, an extremely high, high-level tzaddik, Hasidic Rebbe, but at that time he was still a very young man. So the Naim Melech, Rebbe Elimelech from Lezhensk, said to the Magid, if I bring in this young man, if I bring in the Chayza, then we'll have a minion. Then you'll have enough people to be able to say in Kalekeinu. But he was still a very young man, and the Magid made a sign with his hand, you know, like shook his hand, threw his hand down and said, Ah, him, heir is a batlan, he's a batlan. Now to understand and appreciate the story, I have to explain what the word batlan means. If you've never heard the word batlan, it's Yiddish, but it comes from the Hebrew. The Gemara uses the term batlan for a person, literally what the word means is a loafer. Somebody that does nothing all day. Somebody that sits around all day. Literally, the word bata, like batel, batlan. A batlan is somebody that sits around all day and does nothing. But the Gemara uses that word that every city has to have at least 10 batlanim, that every city has to have 10 people that sit and learn Torah all day. People that sit and learn Torah all day are also called batlan because they don't work. They don't work for a living, so they're called batlanim. So it's like this mixture of like a term of fondness, but also of sort of like cynicism. Like you're saying a guy's a botlin, you're saying he doesn't do anything all day, but you're also saying maybe he sits and learns Torah all day. And in Yiddish, the word botlin came to be used for somebody that, you know, that, that doesn't know very, that's not very savvy in the ways of the world and business and tech stuff. Uh, I could relate to that. You know, the type of people that have a hard time putting, you know, fixing a light bulb, that's a botlin. So the Magadim is rich when the Naimali Melech suggested that he brings his student, the young man, Rabbi Yaakov Yitzhak, who would eventually become the Chayza. When the Naimali Melech suggested that, the Magid threw his hand down and said, Ah, him, he's a batlan. He's a batlan. He's not ready. He's not prepared to be part of this minion. But they kept looking for another person to fill a minion, and they couldn't find it. They couldn't find anyone else. 
So finally, the Maggid said, okay, bring him around, bring, bring Rabbi Yaakov Yitzchak, bring the Chayza, let, let him be part of the ten. And the Maggid started saying, Ein Kelikeinu, Ein Kemalkeinu, Ein Kemalkeinu. And as soon as he started saying, Ein Kelikeinu, I don't know what happened, the heavens opened up, I don't know what they saw. I don't know what they saw, what, what everyone was seeing when the Maggid was saying, Ein Kelikeinu. But as soon as he started saying it, this young man, or Yaakov Yitzchak, who, at that, who eventually became the Chayza, at that moment when he saw what was happening, up in the heavens, the on the earth, whatever, all the worlds opening up, and all the heavens and the angels, whatever, whatever he saw, he fainted on the spot. A chalish, the Pashid fainted on the spot. And the Maggid said to the name of the Melech, You see, I told you here's a batlin. I told you he's a batlin. He fainted. <laughs> he wasn't able, he wasn't able to hold himself in and he fainted. Now you understand why it's ironic that he called him a batlin because if any of us were there, we probably would not have seen what he saw. I mean, we wouldn't have seen anything. So the fact that the Chayza was able to see already shows that he was on a high level, but the Magid called him a batlin because he wasn't able to hold himself in. He wasn't able to sustain what he was seeing and he fainted. Now what does this story mean for people like us? For people like us, the story means that even though sometimes we don't know, you know, the Alter Rebbe writes in Tanya in chapter 23, that the reason we're able to daven and learn Torah and do mitzvahs and still survive in our physical body and not faint is because we don't see what's happening when we say all the words of davening we say. You know, when you say Shema Yisrael, the Baal Shem Tev taught that when the Gemara says, don't repeat Shema, 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 Meshatkin if a person says more than one, once uh, tries to repeat a couple of words the Baal Shem Tov said because that person doesn't have enough faith that Hashem was with you, in you, as you were doing it the first time. You have to know that Hashem is in every time you try to connect to Hashem you are. And so the story from the Magad Mizrich teaches us that we might not be able to see what's happening in all the worlds every time we say a word to Hashem, but that's why we're able to say those words to Hashem. We may not be privy, we don't have eyes, even like the Batlin, like the Chayze, we don't have eyes to see what's happening in the highest realms with the divine light, with God's infinite light. We don't see what happens every time we do a mitzvah, every time we daven, we learn Torah. But that's why we're able to survive, that's why we don't faint. And we have to have that emuna that every time we are, we are building that mishkan, that tabernacle for Hashem. Each and every pasuk, every verse of this week's parsha is another time that we say in kelekenu for Hashem. May we continue to say in kelekenus, and eventually when Mashiach comes, we will see with our physical eyes what it is we draw down, what it is that we were doing every time we served Hashem, and we'll be able to see it and sustain it, be able to receive it and inside of us. And the opposite, the eternal reward of Mashiach is going to be the revelation of what it is we've been doing every single day when we've been serving Hashem.